Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. I've been writing a series of flash fictions recently, all featuring one small area of the city of Centrum, the capital of the country of Johalland. It's a city where absolutely anything can happen, and this small block, this small area is no different. There's a a baker, Melora. Uh, She lives next door to a cat called Stripes, who is definitely hiding something. I wanted almost a soap opera feel to this series of flash fiction, and if you want to read the rest of it, you're going to have to go and check it out on the Patreon itself. But this is uh, one of my favourite ones from the start of that series. Ariana. The banging from next door was getting louder, and every hammer blow added to Melora's headache. She pounded at the dough in front of her, excess flour puffing up on all sides. An extra loud thump sounded, and she slammed the dough down. That is it! Wiping her hands on her apron, Melora crossed to the kitchen door and shoved it open, ignoring the crash as it hit the wall. Stripes was outside, his ginger bulk filling the alleyway. Melora poked him in the rump. What the bloody hell is that noise? He shrugged, waving one paw dismissively. Neighbours, he signed. Not me. It's coming from your side. Yes, and don't I know it. You think it's hard enough with your human hearing? It's worse for me. Stripes gave a sad little yowl and poured at his ears. I'm done trying to get work finished. I'm off to the pub. With one mighty spring, he leapt to the rooftop and bounded away, tail flicking. Perfect, Melora muttered, stalking along the street. Leaves me to sort everything out. The house next door to Stripes's had, until this morning, been a derelict. Burned out some months prior, it had stood empty and neglected. Now, an army of workmen were going in and out, sawdust liberally piling up in drifts. Melora peered into the dim interior, and immediately had to lurch backwards as two teenaged builders came out holding a long plank of wood between them. Sorry, miss, one of them said, touching his cap with his free hand. Didn't mean to scare you. Who's in charge here? The lad pointed through the house to the shared yard on the other side. Varricks, miss, one of the guild. Anything I can help with? Melora shook her head. Can I just go through? Be my guest, the builder said, grinning. She stepped into the interior of the house, looking around. Everywhere there were signs of work. The previous furniture, what was left of it after the fire, had been removed. Walls were scrubbed free of soot, ceiling beams had been reinforced or replaced, and brickwork shored up where it had sagged. In the front room, the changes were more extensive. Panelling had been installed, freshly cut wood still smelling wonderfully of oak, and half-built stairs led up to the second floor. The door was open to reveal the dirt yard that all the houses shared, sparsely littered with grass. An uplifted beaver was in the middle, holding sway over several human builders. He wore a leather jerkin, and when Melora approached, tucked the piece of wood he was holding under one arm. Can I help you? he signed. I was just wondering, how much longer all this is going to go on? Melora pointed at her own shop front, sawdust already scattered across the doorstep. Only I have a business to run, you know? customers that come in and out and this is kind of a mess. Sorry about that, the beaver signed. We'll be done in a couple of days. 
What's going in here? Is it a, a shop or... A smooth woman's voice from behind answered, cutting the beaver off before he could reply. It's a shop. Curiosities, artifacts, that kind of thing. Melora turned to see the speaker, a tall woman of about fifty, rake thin, with one delicately sculpted eyebrow raised. She was dressed in riding trousers and a shirt, and she thrust a hand out. Hariana de Trivet. Melora. Ah, the baker. Your bread is delicious. I've been having my assistant drop in here regularly for a loaf. Hariana said. Despite herself, Melora smiled. Thank you. The older woman looked around the square. This is a cosy little place, isn't it? Baker, grocer, a little conveniences store over there for nails and bits of string. No blacksmiths or farriers. No wainwrights. They're all for the bigger market squares, but I'd imagine you do well enough here. You've got a chemic, though not a terribly well-to-do one. She pointed around the buildings that lined the square, some of the shop fronts more shabby than others. And I bet you know them all. Am I right, dear? Not really, Melora said. I've only been here about six months myself. So you're moving here? Hariana nodded. It's quiet, dear. And after a life like mine, that's what I yearn for. Melora frowned, trying to view a woman with enough money to fully renovate a derelict house through the lens of someone willing to live in an area like this. But after a moment, she shrugged. I need to go and get on, she said. Bread to make. The noise will be over in a day or two, just like Varric said, Hariana said, smiling wildly. And after that, well, we'll have to have a little get-together over a cup of something hot. Melora smiled back, unable to hold on to her irritation. Sure, I'll hold you to that. As she went back into her own house, Melora took one last look at Hariana. She was chatting with the beaver, her back ramrod straight. She's nobility, Melora muttered, shaking her head. So why come here? She closed the door on the scene and went back to work. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 